Hello, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary individuals, and anybody else who decides to identify as anything else. I'm Coco Dove. And I'm Audrey. And I'm Kat. And we are the T-Girls. The T-Girls. Get into it. Get into it. All right, you guys, we do apologize for the holdup. It's been a minute since you heard from us, but we've been very busy lately. We've had some pageants. We've had some school. We've had some jobs we've been dealing with, but we are back to Kiki with all of you. And this week, we're going to be talking about celebrities, stars, statements, and legends. How are you guys feeling today, Audrey and Kat? I'm feeling amazing. Uh, very excited about this topic and very glad to be back on the track of recording since it's been a very, very crazy last two weeks. Oh yeah, girl. Insane. I'm doing good too. I'm excited to be here. I'm back, 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 back again. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to burp at you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) going from burping since we're talking about celebrities, I think a good way to go ahead and start into this is talking about our favorite celebrity that's transgendered. Our favorite trans celebrity? Favorite trans celebrity. I've got a handful that I would like to speak about, but I'll let you guys go first. Well, what if I wasn't ready? Okay. Oh, well, you should have <laughs> so thought about this a week before. My favorite trans person that's a celebrity and as long as we're talking about someone that's been in a movie, TV show, yada, yada, we've talked about this before. I love her to death. Is Trace Lissette. I knew you was going to say that, bitch. You she's, are obsessed with her. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. <laughs> she's a pretty bitch. She got some nice titties. Uh, and she's, I, I imagine, I don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen her talk to someone, but I just imagine she's sweet as well. Um, I definitely, you know, look up to her because whenever, uh, whenever what was a transparent was out and she had that mm-hmm. sexual uh, sexual allegation come out about jeffrey you know she finally spoke up and was like hey you know this doesn't make it fair you know yada yada so yeah i was very proud of her for that because some people thought and i guess you know and trans people in the celebrity realm wouldn't speak up whenever me too was happening but yeah nobody um, wants to hear from us mm-hmm. yeah but now our voices are being heard. So it's the tea. I do agree with what you said about her, though, because she is sickening and gorgeous. And every character she's ever played, I don't know if that's her real personality coming out, but I've always wanted to hang out with every single one of the characters I've ever seen her play. Mm-hmm. She just seems so laid back. What about you, Kat? Um, I, definitely, I definitely love her. Um, my favorite celebrity, though, and I know this is like a newer celebrity um ish would be nikki tutorials everything um just because like i think and i spoke about this in the in the drag episode but i'm very connect like whatever i can connect to Mm -hmm. and with her being in this generation and with it being like a social media face essentially it's definitely kind of a almost like brought a new wave to trans celebrities and I kind of feel like now is a great time considering how fast moving the 
subject of trans of being trans is now and openly yeah. talked about i love that she's actually talking about it now too like the way she was forced out of it was insane yeah that was pretty intense but i yeah. also had like this sense of pride because she kind of like took her power back even if someone was like for sure so we don't know yeah they were basically she, was she started being proud of who she was at least to the yeah. public which is yeah. phenomenal. And I think it's really cool because you used to be obsessed with her before she was even out. So like, yeah, I know that warmed your heart when she came out. You were like, ah, bitch, it you was, was sharing like, everything. I knew, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I knew it. I clocked it. <laughs> I was like, I wondered. I was like, there's some Estra here. And then I figured it out. I found out. <laughs> Secret was out. Yeah, no, but, that definitely. It was a, I, because I thought she came out as gay when it first came out. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. she's at the end. And then I looked more into it, and I was like, oh, my God. We didn't actually watch the video or read the article. We were just like, oh, <laughs> shared it on Facebook. Like, we got another one for the team. We got another yeah. person. And then I was like, wait a minute. She's a trendini like us. Mm-hmm. Let me watch the video. Well, even in one of her recent, like, it was her recent Q&A, she was talking more in detail about her relationship, too, and, like, how that came about. Mm-hmm. And even that, I was like, because you know she's supposed to be getting married and stuff. And even that, I was like, oh, she's really like getting into the details. And like, I think that's amazing. And I think that's something that is needed because this she's at, she's at the point the now too where mm-hmm. if they try to ruin her, they they can go ahead and ruin her. She don't need a career no more. That bitch can retire. She she's is at Eurovision. On, she is like, sitting on some pretty pennies. Mm-hmm. She can ride away in the sunset, but she don't need that job. She's just doing it because she loves doing it. Exactly. My thing that I really enjoy that she did, because whenever she came out and she went on Ellen and she decided to finally call out Ellen mm-hmm. and on the way that she was treated on that show. And that really, to me, was a lot because, you know, smaller Ellen's up there. And smaller Ellen's up there. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that she didn't feel threatened by someone who had such a big name and was willing to call them out on their crap was really something I look forward to because, I mean, let's face it, Ellen is probably very much a horrible celebrity. So now we also love a good shady moment, too, bitch. Mm -hmm. Anytime I can I can smell a pot being stirred. Oh, I love celebrity drama. Mm. And honey, once she lit the fire and turned that spotlight on Ellen, that's what everybody was like. I know everybody turned on her. I was like, I knew it. I've been saying it for years, but y'all finally coming out and saying it. Bum, bum, bum. I want to turn on Ellen. I need to go on her show just so I can hate her. Well, and now everyone's just like, <laughs> and then Ellen's response is, well, maybe don't be labeled as like a nice person because <laughs> it's a lot to stand or uphold to. I don't mm, I'm glad nobody has said, ever called but... me nice. <clears throat> what about you, Coco? Who are your favorite trans <laughs> celebrities? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people that are going to be listening, <clears throat> excuse me, they're going to be expecting us to talk about like the the more mainstream celebrity trans people that are in. Let me rephrase that bitch because I'm stuttering. They're going to be expecting us to speak about the trans people that are more in the mainstream, like Kim Petras, um, everybody from Pose, Janet Mock, all that good <laughs> stuff, <laughs> which I think they are all amazing people. But I wanted to talk about some trans celebrities that aren't talked about a lot that I really like that I really look up to that I've kind of looked up to for years. There is a celebrity named Teddy Giger. Do you guys know who she is? I have to Google this. You got to Google her. She is phenomenal. She starred in one of my favorite movies called The Rocker. 
It's got um, Rain Wilson in it. And she played the lead singer before she transitioned. And after that movie, she started writing and creating music. And she now is a singer songwriter for a lot of celebrities. And she's written music for um, Sean Mendez. She writes most of his stuff. She's written for One Direction. She's written for Niall Horan, Lizzo, Maroon 5. And one of my favorite songs on the planet, Trash Bar Before 20. If you're listening, I know this is your favorite song too. The song So Hot, You're Hurting My Feelings by Caroline Polachek. That song was actually written by Teddy Geeker. And she's phenomenal. Look her up. And she's just so cool and laid back. And every interview you ever see her in, I want to hang out with her. Oh, that's that. Sorry. I was trying to figure out. She was engaged for a very long time to uh, Stevie from Shit's Creek. Sorry. Not Stevie, bitch. I didn't know that. Yeah. I live for some Stevie. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I I also wanted to talk about Laura Jane Grace. Do you know who that is? Girl, you're putting my Google to work today. I know, girl. You got to look up these trans celebrities. You got to (laughs) respect these motherfuckers, bitch. You said Lauren. (laughs) Laura. Laura Jane Grace. She's the lead singer of the band Against Me. Um, when I started transitioning, I found this album by accident and she's got an album called the transgender dysphoria blues. And basically every song in the album, she's singing about a fighting dysphoria, how dysphoria makes her feel, how powerful coming out feels and all that good stuff. And it's like a hard rock slash classic rock version of trans music. Cause you know, a lot of trans music is very like poppy and clubby. Mm-hmm. and it's a different take on that you don't expect so i think she's really dope and if you're listening and you never heard of her look up the band against me with an exclamation point at the end laura jane grace is phenom it's ironic that the sixth track on that album is fuck my life 666 i wasn't gonna bring that part up it sounds like something you would say okay so we talked about favorite celebrities that are transgendered i think we're all going to have a unanimous answer most likely on this one who's your least favorite caitlin jenner fuck caitlin jenner caitlin jenner is a terrible representative for trans people i think caitlin jenner is poop I will say I do agree. I don't like Caitlyn Jenner. And the reason I don't like Caitlyn Jenner is because I feel like there was so much misrepresentation that happened when she came out. Um, I mean, and, you know, I cool, yeah. like her transition, <laughs> like I support that, but I don't think she's a good role model on based on the fact that she could only show what it was like to transition if you had money. She doesn't know what it's like to struggle to get your hormones. She doesn't know what it's like to struggle to give yourself your shot once a week and keep up with it. She doesn't know what it's like when it's like, oh, I can't get my refill. Yeah, she doesn't know what it's like to deal with, you know, if if her family she can go buy a new house. Like, exactly. she, She doesn't know. She didn't. She doesn't have a story that most people do. And I'm not saying that everyone does have that story, but it's still like, I feel like for her to be as swept up in mainstream as she was Laverne Cox. I would have much rather had her in the main spotlight with Caitlyn Jenner's attention than Caitlyn Jenner. Because when Caitlyn, oops, sorry, go ahead, Audrey. 
when Kaylin came out and that show came out, I am Kate because I watched it because I was like, oh, this is this will help people understand. And watching the show, I realized that they were doing their best on showing her how to understand the trans experience because she didn't actually get to do the trans experience. Yeah, she was stuck and in it, a pink cloud. And it caused a lot of issues. I mean, the show obviously got her canceled, but um, <laughs> I felt like whenever she came out for people, because it was literally Caitlyn Jenner, Vanity Fair, cover, tits, everything's mm-hmm. done, you know? So it kind of made it feel like, okay, from now on, people who don't fully understand trans people, they're going to expect day one, you know, done. Like, oh, okay, yeah. you're done. But no, yeah. we go through months and months of and years. It's called a day. transition for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- like around the time she came out, I remember uh, not a lot of people, especially in the media, were even talking about trans people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word transgender was not an everyday term. Mm-hmm. Uh, cisgender people did not know it most of them so Caitlyn Jenner was their first introduction to what being trans was mm-hmm. because obviously they didn't do their research on it or they didn't connect with trans people like we did growing up in the community so it kind of bothered me that she was a representative that way because she she wasn't able to be empathetic to our stories because she never had to lived that way so she couldn't really describe to people what being trans was in a way that cisgender people were going to understand it so i feel like when people that are outside of the queer community were hearing what she had to say they were all like oh my god this person had money and wanted a pussy so they went out and got one yeah and Mm -hmm. i feel like it kind of got fetishized you know what i mean yeah even in the show i think they kind of fetishized the way they edited the show they never really spoke about um, the pain she was going through and transitioning, how uh, her family was reacting to it. They were talking about how she wanted to hook up with Candace Kane. Yeah, you're not right. And they were that. following her, following love, uh, falling in love with this bitch. And I'm like, that's not what the show should be about. Like when you compare it to a show like I Am Jazz, where it shows the journey of this girl finding out she's a girl and how to live with it and how she's helping other trans people who have never met trans people live with their transition and grow like grown. Yeah. I think another uh, problematic thing that I are, I will, I will give Caitlyn Jenner this. So I remember about maybe a month or so before the vanity fair, the there was that whole release of, Oh, Bruce is wearing women's clothes and it was getting re- like leaked and yeah. whatnot. And there was before she came out. Yeah. And I did feel bad because then I was like, oh, and it was like that dirty magazine you don't pick up because it's all lies. And so I was like, why would you do that to someone? Like, why, why lie? And then a month later, Money. Was there, oh, she was trans. I was like, well, that sucks. Cause I mean, what if she wasn't ready for all that to happen? But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was ready. Then producers was there recording stuff already, girl. They had been recording, but I'm not gonna lie. In the when the show first came out, the first couple of episodes, I loved. I cried. I loved it mainly because Candace Kane was in it, and I'm obsessed with Candace Kane. <laughs> but I w- I was just happy to see more trans people on TV mm-hmm. because you know obviously our stories were erased for so long, or they were like what's the word 
the people's noses were stuck up at it. They didn't want to even look at it. Mm-hmm. It's so taboo. But now I feel like we're not really as taboo. Where people think we're still a little out there. Some people are really bigoted. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're being normalized a lot more now. And I really appreciate that. That I would agree with you on that one. So talk about being normalized and people having their noses up. Since times have changed, there are a lot more allies out there, especially in the celebrities. Is there a celebrity ally that you like the most or look up to the most or that actually like melts your heart in a sense? That makes sense, but yeah. Let me think. I have mine. Well, what is yours? Mine is Emma Watson. And oh yeah, she's phenom, phenom. She is very vocal. And then whenever that whole, you know, JK stuff came out, she was the first person to speak from that franchise saying on the behalf of, you know, her, this is not, you know, yada, yada. She's been very vocal in it. She's been a trailblazer. And I think for someone to stand up immediately, for someone that wrote and gave you a career and you were like, F what you think, trans women are women, trans men are men, and was about her day and no longer talks to JK. I was like, that's a, it's a beautiful thing because that, that's an ally. Someone who is willing to stand up the second someone tries to push them down and use their voice properly. I'm having to Google this bitch's real name because I only know her by her TV show <laughs> name most of the time. <laughs> um, I will say that I agree with you um, on Emma Watson, um, especially because of, you know, J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter and everything. Um, Fuck J.K. Rowling. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> but for me... I, I'm, I'm biased. So as far as an ally goes. Oh, here uh, we go. I know who you better say. You know, I already know. You better get up and dance, bitch. As far as, <laughs> um, as, far as allies go, I would say Kelly Clarkson just because, I mean, she could, she could do no wrong. I literally say I want to be the, the... Kelly Clarkson taught all trans people that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And she <laughs> literally picked us up piece by piece. And now we are a stronger trans community because of and, Kelly Clarkson. And people like us got to stand together. I live. Come on, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> uh, but I do. I Yeah, I mean, she's just always been very outspoken about, you know, supporting. I mean, it's not. I mean, obviously, it's not like super direct, like as as it could be. But she's always just said things that support the community and stuff like that. Um, she even, you know, she was a coach on The Voice and she had a queer contestant and she's coached them through and everything. And so, yeah, <laughs> I just, yeah, it was, it's an obvious choice for me, but like, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. And in the beginning of my transition, I wasn't a fan of Kelly Clarkson only because a lot of my family members listen to her music over and over. So I refused to like her because I didn't want to like people that my family liked, Mm -hmm. but I actually kind of stand her really bad. Like, especially seeing her on the voice and with her own show. Now I love watching her interact with people. She just seems like a cool mom. 
girl. And I bet she gives some warm hugs, girl. (laughs) I want a Kelly Clarkson hug. I bet Kelly Clarkson gets the best hugs. (laughs) She's so she seems genuine too in her show. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. but she does like when she talks very to genuine. Gina Wong. She Wong. seems like you know she's she likes that person and she actually has an interest in it. And I, I do agree. I think she is probably. I think she should replace Ellen. We'll just put it that I think she should be. Oh, he, she's in. Ellen got her her show, so she's definitely in line to make that happen. Um, but I mean, she's also just been very, you know, upfront. Like in Heartbeat Song, she had uh, a queer couple in her video. Um, she, uh, there's a song that's on the Stronger album, and I don't remember what it was, but the, one of the lines just flat out says, like, if you're straight, uh, it's, it's basically like fighting the expectations because there's a line in it where she's like, um if you're gay then people ask why aren't you waving a flag like it's just she's just very open with talking about the expectations and you know just across the board i feel like she just supports people in general so i'm like i cannot just be the drag version that's all i need you literally are the drag kelly Clarkson girl your entire personality i feel like it's the same thing you're overexcitable you get loud (laughs) when you're happy and you like to hug bitches so i think (laughs) <laughs> you are kelly clarkson <laughs> and you Should've. both have nice hair Her. she's got some Not pretty today, hair but yeah <laughs> well, she well, also has the money for pretty hair <clears throat> well you know what i wish i had the money for some pretty hair girl one day one day i'll be a trans celebrity and i'll have pretty hair i can afford <laughs> you never know um well back to the question that audrey asked uh my favorite lgbt ally is going to have to be B. Arthur. She is phenomenal. Of course, most people know her from playing Dorothy on the Golden Girls. And, and, you know, Golden Girls is already like a gay, iconic television show. Every queer person lives for Golden Girls. And if they don't, they're not cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, B. Arthur was really adamant about putting political stuff in the show. And she really wanted to speak about LGBT issues in the show and like acceptance and shit like that, especially back in the eighties and stuff, you know, it was not cool for queer people, especially with the AIDS epidemic and shit like that. Mm -hmm. People weren't living and she was never afraid to speak out about it, especially in a world where conservatism's were dominating everything. But also like one fun fact I think is really freaking awesome about her is like when she was, old as hell and she had cancer and she was dying and stuff she used a shit ton of her money to open up lgbt homeless shelters for all of the queer youth that were kicked out of their homes and stuff and like once i heard that fun fact i've always been attached to her somebody told me that when i was at um one of the equality clinic meetings i think we were talking about uh queer people or queer uh, people that have helped queer people throughout the years similar to equality clinics and i think it's really cool she helped make sure people got their medicine she made helped make sure people had shelter and in a world where you can get condemned for doing shit like that i think it's phenomenal like she didn't give a fuck i agree with you i want to add to that this person i wouldn't necessarily say is a trans ally 
but they're very much an ally in the LGBT community. They were. She may not be alive. I'd have to mm. fact check that. And, no, she don't even know if she did or not. <laughs> and she's crazy as no other. And she's very religious. Tammy okay. Faye. Oh, that bitch is dead. She is dead. Okay. I think because back when she was popular and she had her TV show, you know, it wasn't normal to accept everything. And she was breaking that boundary, you know. She was one of the first people to interview an AIDS patient on a religious network. Um, she was very vocal. She's like, as long as you love the Lord, you know, I'm fine with you. And I thought that was very, for that time and that religion yeah. to be like that was beyond beautiful. I really think um, what you just said about Tammy Faye was phenomenal. And it kind of reminds me about Princess Diana. Because, you know, back in the 80s and early 90s and stuff like that, if you were even seen with an AIDS patient, uh, people would treat you like a zombie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because nobody knew what was going on, essentially. Yeah. Like that fearlessness, that's really what helps our community strive. I think one of the most frustrating things about, about that time frame is how little is openly taught about it oh, you yeah. know I think that's absolutely ridiculous and I don't think a lot of people understand <clears throat> it's so easy for the world to be like oh like AIDS like it's it's a sign it's goes hand in hand with being trans or hand in hand with being gay and you know no one really understands why it's just become the um it's just associated with it. Yeah, there we go. It's just become what it's associated with. Like just and, as many straight people got it. Well, do you think rent helped or or hindered that? I don't. Think, I don't know. I think it brought a light to it. Um, I think anything, any sort of media outlet that's going to talk about queer issues even mm-hmm. if it's just AIDS related, I think is important because a lot of people still are hush hush about it. They don't want to bring it up. They don't talk about their status, um, which is okay. You know, keep your status private if you want to keep it private, yeah. but not if you're, you know, be respectful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think people need to learn. That's the main thing. People need, Agreed. some people don't want to do their own research. So putting these things in media where they can see it up front is going to at least hopefully draw the interest so they would want to learn about it so they can be careful so they can understand what's actually happening and be safe that's true and it makes it less taboo too it doesn't make it like a ew thing it's like okay let's help this person let's figure Mm -hmm. out what's going on so you don't treat them like an untouchable you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i would agree with you on that one i'm having a microphone issue so i'm just gonna use my normal microphone no Party. <laughs> yes, party. Party. Um, no, Princess, I was going to put in that too. Princess Diana was one of the ones. And the fact that the story of her and Freddie Mercury going out to a gay club. Oh, oh my God, drag, that breaks my heart. Oh, and I'm, I mean, take, I understand why no one got pictures, but I would love to see a picture from that. Mm-hmm. I bet I you like tear up just thinking about it. Yeah. It's that- I really... I thought about it the other day when I saw a picture or video of her and I was just like, I want, if she was still alive today, what would she be doing? You know, she would be coming to my shows. Oh, she'd probably be fist fighting the Royals from the family drama. 
Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I cannot believe they killed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I was about to say, let me put my tinfoil hat on. Like, yep. Oh, I am a hundred percent a conspiracy theorist when it comes Same. to that. I Same. think Queen Elizabeth had that bitch chopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was breaking a lot of rules, and they didn't like that at the time. Yeah, well, and she—I think she knew it was about to happen too, because like her yeah. interviews that were happening toward the end, you could just see all of uh, all of it. There's a letter that she wrote. Or no, maybe it was a comment she made to one of her staff about how she thought something was going to happen and she thought it was going to be by car. Mm. <clears throat> a little you bit can't Alexis. tell me that little that tu- that tunnel had 17 cameras and none of them were facing the, the crash? Yeah, no. That sounds like would- a lot like the Pentagon where there were no cameras working at the time. Okay, we just need to do a conspiracy. At the Pentagon. All right, the next like episode, episode, we got to talk about conspiracies. I don't know how we're going <laughs> to okay. relate that to being trans at all. We'll, we'll mark it down, okay? We'll Google trans conspiracy <laughs> theories, okay? It's the lizard people. Um, so back to the celebrity idea on our last topic here before we end this lovely podcast today. Do you feel like we should hold our trans celebrities to a certain standard when it comes to like social media? Um, so me personally, I would like to think that as a trans person that has the platform to be presented in front of excuse me, in front of the world that doesn't know much about us. I think ideally it would be awesome if we were comfortable sharing our stories so they would understand how a transition works, who we are. Um, It would help to inspire the queer children who didn't think they were going to have anybody to look up to. I think that's ideally what would be perfect or whatever. But I also think on my, you know, the other side, that you should do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. and this is your life and that you shouldn't be held to any kind of standard just because you're trans you shouldn't have to put yourself in this little box uh, so that's a really hard question <laughs> so on my aspect i kind of almost want to say no i don't think we should just because there is so much that goes it's such a double-edged sword and so much that comes with being that exposed um because you're open you're open and you're completely like doing interviews and talking about it you know in public you have to really know what you're taking on and i don't think people because you i mean obviously it's simple for one of us to be like don't read the comments but like you're gonna get hate just as much as you're gonna get support and i think it's I think it should be a case by case basis. I think it should be up to that person. And if they think that their mental health is at the point where they can handle being that exposed, like I, I feel like it yeah. shouldn't be an expectation. I think it should be an option. I get okay. that. Maybe that's how I should phrase it. Also, that. like, what was I going to say? Hang on. Don't cut me off. I got this. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had it. Oh, it's such a good topic. Oh, my God. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I feel like a lot of trans celebrities are kind of forced to talk about being trans more than anything. Like the only mm-hmm. thing 
anybody's ever interested about is being trans. But we kind of want to, you know, being trans is a part of us, but it's not all of what we are, because most yeah. trans celebrities are artists, you know, they have music that they want people to talk about, talk about their art, they are have these movies and TV shows that they're working on these projects that people need to see. They don't want to just talk about their surgeries and their hormones and their families and stuff like that. They want people yeah. to like, see what they're creating. I would we'll agree with that. you. I, I will agree with you on that one. I think the biggest issue in media in general with trans people, and I love it when trans people knock it down, is the first go-to question, have you had the surgery? What, what do we have here? You know, like this, yeah. that's not important. That mm -hmm. You don't need to know what I have down there. Yeah. You know? In private, I'll let you know because I'm an open box, but I yeah. don't want you to think that's all of who I am. Yeah, there's more to me than just a genitalia. I'm way more interesting than a penis and a pussy. But well, I and look, sorry, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, just look at like non trans celebrities. Like, for example, um, there's an interview with Selena Gomez where she was talking about her makeup line at the launch and they just want to talk about Justin Bieber. And she's like, I'm not here for that. Mm -hmm. I will walk out. Yeah. And it's like, she's not even a person of the, the LG, I mean, as far as I know, of the LGBTQ community. And she can't even get away from the breakup. So, like, imagine how hard it is to get away from a, I'm an air quote, taboo subject like being trans. Yeah. I think Lady Gaga had it perfect. You know, in the beginning of her career, everybody was just like, Gaga, do you have a penis? Gaga, you have a penis. And she decided, well, I'm just going to show everybody my vagina. And then they'll quit asking me. <laughs> so she did that. And then you never heard about it again. They started asking about born this way. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God. That's um, how you do it, Gaga. That's how you do it. Just, so I gotta, just flash them, call it a day. So I don't think we should hold them to a standard, but I think as a trans celebrity, and I'm going to name one person that I know does this, I would love to see them live their life the way they want to, because that's when you're fully showing everyone who you truly are. Mm. That's the only responsibility. Just be And T.S. Madison... Oh, that's the bitch. That's the main bitch yep. that we should have yep. talked about when this started. That is the only trans celebrity that matters. T.S. motherfucking she, Madison. She is a good advocate, but she also lives her life. But she She's knows. so real. She understands what is too far and what yeah. she cannot say. And mm -hmm. she, she's going to touch the subject she can't say, but she's going to make sure she's not hurting someone as she says it. And, uh, and that's I think she I like. is one of the most important trans voices we have in the media right now. Alti, not just because she's funny, but the realness of her, she needs to be heard. Yeah, no, I think she deserves a talk show of her own. Hell yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. I would watch every episode on repeat. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing she's ever done is saying Nicki Minaj to her Chipotle bowl. You ever seen that mine, video? Mine is the, it's uh, my fault <laughs> that all of you bitches don't. Mine is uh, her singing Bitty Bitty Bom Bom to the wig. Which is yes. It's a Puerto Rican. It's She's not Puerto Rican. Rican. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she, but that's the thing I like about it. Like she, she can have fun. She can be herself. But I mean, she if she hits the too much, she knows when to stop. And ironically, how I was introduced to T.S. Madison was the video of her answering the front door of the boner, though. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think 
you know those candles that people get made the virgin mary candles but they replace the face i want one with t.s madison on it she probably sells it oh lord jesus have you ever Um, watched her cooking show you need to watch her cooking show (laughs) it's so good um i will say and i know that they're kind of like there's like two things I want to say before we like close out one, another person, obviously not on the, I can't, I don't know how to say this one because I don't want, I know at least one particular person would give me hate if I phrase it the way I want to. Um, don't talk about, Joseph. I do think we need a, a spotlight or a moment to talk about Demi Lovato being non-binary now. Pretty amazing in itself. Um, I know that there's a like, some people that I've met that are like non-binary is separate from trans. And then I've met some people who are like, no, they're together and they're the same. Yeah. It's and that's why I was brother. hesitant. That's why I was hesitant about that. Um, We're all brothers, sisters, and uh, this, they sisters. How do you say sibling? That's non-binary without saying sibling. Is there a word for that? Sibling. Nibbling. <laughs> Nibbling. <laughs> Sibling. <laughs> I, no, I think nibbling is the word. Is that not the word? I ain't nibbling on no bitches. I ain't biting nobody. <gasps> nope. What the hell is nibbling? nibbling? I <laughs> promise you, look it up. That's a word. Nibbling. Yeah, it is a word, but it's not. I don't think it's, it's not that. A, girl, I have not been in Asheville in a long time. You know, my terminology has went to shit. I've been in the swamp. It's that what? 80%, 83% Southern? What was it that your DNA 100% honky. <laughs> I um, sent my DNA off and it came back 100% honky. I can't live you. Okay. Well, um, I no. will say the other thing I was going to say though um, is since we're kind of on the subject of this, um, if anybody that's listening or you guys, if you haven't watched this, I think it's super important to watch. It's on Netflix. Um, it's this uh, disclosure. Uh, trans lives on screen I learned so much and it like blew my mind the things that I learned I think that's such an important um, documentary to watch it is on Netflix so get somebody's login or or just hop on Netflix whatever it's amazing I think that's something that I think is important for people to watch just because it was such an eye-opening experience of history uh, through you know, TV and stuff like that. Yeah. Also watch Paris is Burning. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to watch a trans documentary that's not really that important, but it's got a really pretty set of breasts on it, watch This Is Everything <laughs> by Gigi Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. That was a good documentary, actually. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, her breasts look gorge. Mm-hmm. Well, and we didn't even speak of her this whole episode. Now mm-hmm. that we haven't gotten to the end here any last remarks questions concerns but thank you all so much i enjoyed tonight i if you're listening go listen to our other episodes you have nothing other to do right now and you know it um we have a facebook page so just go ahead and like and follow us and look for our next episode next week which should be out by friday and share 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 share